Man, boy, the Cowboys season, you know, ended last week and they have just been making wholesale changes to the franchise ever since. A lot of coaching changes, including uh, an offensive coordinator change. So we're going to take a look today and see exactly what's going on, what the future may hold, uh, and, and basically just talk all things Cowboys today. So we got, again, our resident guy at Big B Sports Talk, Mike McGann, our resident Cowboy fan from Pearl Football Focus. How's it going, Mike? I'm doing well. A little cold here in Texas, but can't complain. I got it's the best, best place on earth. I hear you. I hear you. So tell me, Cowboys let go of six coaches, um, and then I don't know if they let go. I don't think they really let go of Kellen Moore. I mean, he got another job immediately. So what's going on in Cowboy world? Why all the changing coaches? What are they doing? Uh, it's, whatever they're doing is not working. It's time to, it's time to shake things up. Um, okay. Obviously, um, Jerry has faith in McCarthy. I mean, he's been there for three years, won 12 games uh, the past two seasons. Uh, before the DAC injury uh, in 2020. So um, I, I, I think it, change is needed, um, especially on the offensive coordinator front. Um, the peer-to-peer coaching with, with Kellen Moore um, being the offensive coordinator when he was just recently the backup quarterback to DAC a few seasons yeah. ago um, just wasn't working. Um, nope. I think you have to challenge your quarterback and I don't think Kellen Moore, I think it's more of a, the, the QB room is just a, a bunch of buddies sitting around talking, talking football and there no, nobody's getting coached up. Not to say that Kellen Moore um, doesn't have the expertise or the brains behind to run a successful offense. Sure. He showed it. I mean, the product has, has been on the field, uh, but I think it's just been, uh, I mean, complacency makes failures of us all. So I Absolutely. think, I think the organization in in of itself is is complacent. And I think there's just um, opportunities for improvement. And I think this is the uh, best outcome getting rid of. I mean, it's never good when when someone loses their job, but um, I don't think they'll be unemployed uh, for very long. It's the NFL's it's a who you know um, type job. So I think Kellen Moore was only fired for a half a day before he got the Chargers job. And I think it's only going to be uh, and some of the, the coaches that got let go um, previously to, to Kellen Moore deciding to part ways um, will probably follow him um, to, to San Diego. Um, so, I mean, I think it's good for the Cowboys. We're actually making a step in the right direction in terms of shaking things up. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Okay. Is McCarthy going to bring in his guys? Right. And are we going to have... Uh, a repeat of what happened to him in Green Bay before he was fired. Um, that's my only, I mean, I was reading up on kind of the possible offensive, offensive coordinator candidates that are out there. Right. Um, none of them are catching my eye. I think if, if I'm Jerry Jones, if I'm Mike McCarthy, if I knew that we were going to part ways with, with Kellen Moore as soon as we got our ass kicked uh, against the 49ers, I would have done it that night. Or, or the first day Monday morning. Um, but now that we've waited, we just saw Nathaniel Hackett. We saw 
couple of guys already go off the board that could have been potentially good hires for us to bring into the building and, and challenge Dak Prescott on this offense. So um, well, yeah. I'm glad it's happening, but I mean, only, only in the future holds what, if that was a good decision or not. Well, one of the things, obviously, McCarthy is an offensive guy. So yes. while you may say, okay, we're bringing in an offensive coordinator, I think it's more of I'm going to run things my way. And you may think, oh, well, he's the head coach. He's been doing that all along. No, he's not. No, he wasn't. When you're the head coach and you can't bring in your own offensive coordinator, you're not running things your way. I go, and, and that's just a fact. So yeah. maybe the situation came down to, look, they said, what do you want? I go, because if you can't get it done this year, then you got to go. And maybe McCarthy said, look, if, if it's on me and you're going to get rid of me, then I want to do it my way. And, and I don't begrudge him for that because, you know, if, if you're going to hold me accountable for what goes on, then I should be able to do it my way. And he should have demanded that from the beginning. I don't think he was in a position to do that which is why Kellen Moore stayed on as offensive coordinator and they kept the same offense. I think they got to change it, uh, and I just think McCarthy's got to do things his way. Now, some of the other assistants, I mean, I don't know why you get rid of the offensive line coach. To me, that didn't make any sense. I go, you were dealing with a patchwork offensive line. Guys got hurt at the very beginning of the season, and then the offensive line was not the problem for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think with Joe Philbin, I think that the problem is, is he's been there for three seasons now, and we've drafted how many offensive linemen in, in later rounds to be developmental prospects, and, and they haven't, they, the only person that comes to mind, and he, I mean, he, he hasn't been great, is Connor McGovern, and he's going to be a, a free agent uh, this coming um, cycle, so, I mean, yes, you're working, you, but your job as offensive line coach is to develop the guys and create depth in the off on that offensive line. So we have some continuity. Did Philbin do that to an extent? Yes. Um, but again, I think I kind of think that the decline with Zeke had, had something to do with uh, letting go of both um, Philbin and, uh, and Skip Pete as well. Which is to me, that's ridiculous. Zeke was just finished. That didn't have anything yeah. to do with coaching. You know, I mean, Zeke, he, he is what he is. He got the bulk of the carries this year, which to me was ludicrous that he got the bulk of the carries. And then now you turn and you want to blame that on the running backs coach and the offensive line. I mean, again, the chaos just continues with the Cowboys. But whatever, if that's what they want to do, we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, like you said, the NFL is a job. If you're decent at your job, you'll get another one. And those guys, I believe, are good at their job, and they're going to get another job. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Moving on to offensive coordinator, there's a lot of people out there uh, still. I know a lot of people got jobs, but there's a tons of offensive coordinators still available, quarterback coaches that are out there that you can hire. Um, Joe Bradley comes to mind as one. Now, I heard he's going to take the Alabama job but as offensive coordinator. But who do you want uh, or have you heard that the Cowboys are going after? So a couple of, uh, of names have been uh, thrown out. A um, couple of them I would, wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Uh, one is uh, Ben McAdoo. I think he was an analyst for us this past season right. before he went over to the Panthers um, and, and worked 
Um, I don't know what capacity he worked in the Panthers, but um, he did have to juggle a lot of quarterbacks. Um, with that particular job, um, I have seen Schottenheimer. Um, mm-hmm. He's a, he's an analyst right now on our staff. Um, I mean, I I know he has offense coordinator experience. Um, I guess Again, a better question is, who do you not want? Because Schottenheimer would be a person that I don't want. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want I don't want McAdoo. I don't. Yeah, I'm no. On the fence, I'm on the fence with Schottenheimer. Right. Um, or maybe I a better know. question is, who have you heard that you do want? <laughs> like I said, all, all, all the best candidates have already found jobs. So it's um, right. I mean, I wouldn't been mad with uh, with Bill O'Brien. I mean, if the Patriots didn't come in and swoop him up and have him take his old job back, but right, that would probably be the the one that I would would have liked to to see here. Um, I do think I, what I think is going to happen is. McCarthy's going to assume play calling responsibilities and is going to bring in one of his guys. Um, sure. One of, one of his guys to, to be the offensive coordinator. And McCarthy's, like you said, he's going to take it upon himself, put it on his back. Yep. And if we succeed with him, great. If we fail with him, next guy up. And then going back to the, the Kellen Moore thing, a lot of similarities with Jason Garrett and, and Bill Parcells or, or um, Wade mm-hmm. Phillips. Um I thought, I thought McCarthy maybe got another year. I thought, uh, I didn't think Kellen Moore was going to get a head coaching job. And he um, didn't. But he didn't. He turned it down. I was surprised that they decided to part ways. But I thought Kellen Moore would have stayed. And if McCarthy didn't get it done in 2023, I think this was uh, um, Kellen Moore's team to have. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's in a perfect – I mean, I wouldn't be mad at Schottenheimer. Right. I, I mean, no, I Byron, Le- Byron Lethwich, um is out there. Yeah. Um, he has a Super Bowl ring, but how much can we credit that Super Bowl ring to him or to, is it actually Tom Brady? Um, I mean, I don't know how much control was in the organization or how much control he had over play calling. If you have more control over play calling, obviously throwing 66 passes in a wild card, wild card playoff game, not the – not the type of offense I want to run, um, but uh, there's I, guys I really out get, there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, get what there, you're there, saying. There's guys, but I mean, if yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna. Hopefully, they don't make a head scratchy move. Hopefully, it's consistent and right. Like I said, I think McCarthy's going to assume the play calling responsibility and bring in one of those guys he's familiar with. Another, I think. Uh, I don't know if he's the, he was the former quarterback coach over at Green Bay with McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. His name was on a blog. Um, I don't, I can't recall what his name was. Um, gotcha. But I, but I think he might be the foreseeable. Um, the guy that they bring in. I got the it. The guy that they br- the bar- bring in so they can help McCarthy implement the offense and McCarthy can call plays. That's what I think is going to happen. That's probably what should happen. But you go and you shift a lot of this blame. I, I shouldn't say blame. A lot of the responsibility now is going to start falling on Dak Prescott. Not that it hadn't already, but look, a lot of people thought that Kellen Moore was the problem, that the play calling was the problem. 
okay, now we're going to bring in another offensive coordinator, maybe another philosophy. And if you can't get it done on the offensive side, now look, I know a lot of people say, well, look, two years ago they led the league in, in offense, but it didn't get you any playoff wins. Correct. So if it's not getting you playoff wins, then who cares if you led the league and you know in, in offense and again in that playoff game it's not like you scored 40 points that's not what happened I go when you lost to the 49ers two years ago so that's yeah. not what happened and then it regressed this year so yeah. if you bring in somebody else with a new philosophy and you still can't get done when does it it start to become hey it's not the offense it's the quarterback you know that, then, that's just yeah. just my feeling on the matter. And then when, when has Dak Prescott been his best? It's when he's a game manager. He's throwing anywhere from 20 to, to 30 passes a game. Yep. And we're, and we're efficiently running the football. Yep. That's, I mean, that's what I wouldn't necessarily mean. He did pass for 37 touchdowns last year. Uh, but in terms of getting wins and, and moving on in the playoffs, you have to, I mean, it's great to pass the ball and, and score a lot of touchdowns from beginning of the season to Thanksgiving and then yeah. Thanksgiving into December. But once December hits and that and it starts getting cold, you have to run the football and play a great defense. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. What, that's what Philadelphia's that's what Philadelphia did during the season and it's completely translated into uh, the the postseason. Now they're in the Super Bowl. Um, and then and- now Kansas City, they're running the ball phenomenal with the emergence of their rookie um and they're they played great defense last night uh to get the win so you have to run the football and you have to play great defense and that's what wins your championships and sometimes it does go on the quarterback shoulders um but if you look at, at the totality of a team play great defense and run the football you'll, you'll see success in the postseason absolutely absolutely so moving on to some of the free agents that the cowboys have and they got some some pivotal ones that are becoming unrestricted free agents. Which ones would you like to see stick around? Well, let me look at my printout here. Um, I'd like to see uh, Tony Pollard. Um, Tony Pollard come back. Uh, I know you and I had discussed this last week or the week before. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, at the right price for Schultz, though. Yes, yeah. Can't yeah, be I'm stupid not, money for him. No, if he's asking no. for dumb money, then he's got to go. I mean, he got dumb money this year on the franchise tag. That's so. right. That's exactly um, right. So, yeah. I mean, I like to see Schultzy back. Um, I'm bringing him back. Cooper Rush. I mean, he won four games and lost one. Um, I think he just, I mean, he's, with, with that sample size, again, he played, he beat, he beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and he did. He beat the Washington Redskins. I mean, so, he's fine. He's a fine yeah. backup. I think he's, good backup. I think, he's, I think he's capable. So I bring him back. Um, Jason Peters, I think, is going to retire. Yeah. Connor McGovern. Um, uh, if you could bring him back, bring him back for depth. Other than that, you can um, let him. I think lock. he may snake his way into a starting job somewhere else, though. Yeah. Just maybe like, not uh, for stupid money, but I think. Just for the amount of time that he got on the field, I think he can snake his way into a starting spot somewhere. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened with uh, Connor Williams, right? Center guard for Miami. He just correct. 
got got out of Dallas and now he's a starter. And um, but yeah, I, I could I could foresee that happening with uh, Connor McGovern as well. Um, I like to see uh, T.Y. Hilton back. I bring him back on a, another one year deal if you if he wants to play. Um, but I let uh I let Noah Brown go. Um, yeah. Free agency on offense. Um, on defense, uh, I think Donovan Wilson is a playmaker at the strong safety position. Absolutely, got to have him. Uh, uh, bringing him back, um, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, I think he showed um, showed his value um, when mm-hmm. he came back uh, from injury at the end of the season. Um, Anthony Brown, I don't know how severe his injury was, but it was season ending. Um, he was a competent. Um, Outside corner, uh, outside of uh, Tr- uh, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Um, I'd bring him back for the right price if he wants more money. Let him walk. Uh, Dante Fowler, let him walk. He didn't. I don't think he was worth the investment. Nope. Um, this past season. Um, Anthony Barr, again, I saw too many missed tackles from the former All-Pro, so I let him walk. Yep. Um, Jonathan Hankins, I think he came in and – did his yeah, job predominantly well. Yeah, they got to keep him the if they can. I'd keep him. Um, th- saw a lot of good things from Carlos Watkins playing that three technique. So I'd bring him back. And then CJ Goodwin, I'd bring him back just for the simple fact that he's a hell of a special teams contributor. Sure. Got to have those. Um, and then special teams, Brett Maher. Um, you're, yeah, you're, you're, not, you're no longer worth the investment if all you have to do is kick and you can't make – Field goals in the, in the NFL in the playoff game. Um, McQuaid, uh, the long snapper, I'd bring him back. Um, the snap, the only fumble snap this season um, wasn't his fault. It was the punter's fault because he took his eye off the ball. Right. And then Matt, Matt Overton, um, not familiar with what position he plays. Um, I think he's a backup long snapper, but um, if we keep McQuaid, um, go ahead and. and Absolutely. Um, and get, not get rid, but pass on. Uh, sure. So some of the things that the Cowboys clearly are going to have to do, I mean, they had money, you know, getting rid of Amari Cooper. They had some money that's available. Um, they're going to free up some more money because there's yes. no way that Zeke is coming back uh, on, on the deal that he's on. If he wants to come back at an extremely reduced role in an extremely reduced salary, I think the Cowboys would probably bring him back. Yeah. But it's a million dollars. Either you take it, whatever the, the the veteran minimum is, you take it or you can leave it. Yeah. And uh, it, it, Zeke's ego at this point, I don't know. I think he sees the handwriting on the wall, man. I, I think he I think he takes it and, and comes back. But, again, it's at that reduced role. Or maybe his ego says, nope, I'm not going to be the backup, and he leaves. Uh, but either way, I think the Cowboys are going to be fine. I think Cowboy fans are going to be fine with that. Um the one thing that they're going to have to do, I think, in the draft, and we'll get into that, you know, moving forward, is address, obviously, cornerback and mm-hmm. offensive line. they got to address those things. Um, it, it became an issue. And, again, you can only – you know, if guys get hurt, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you can't you – can't, football is a game of injuries. It literally is. It's a game of attrition. Uh, and it seemed that those two positions, they got hammered. And yes. it came back to bite them. So yes. I think they go heavy in the free agent market after a coin. And they usually don't do. They usually haven't done no. it in the la- in the past. 
gone heavy in free agents. They're going to have to do that this year. They've signed their own, and it came back to bite them. It really did, man. Yes. And they're going to have to figure this thing out because it's it's going to be a problem. they got to retool the offensive line, and they got to get more cornerback help, man. That, that, those are the two positions that are beating them up. That, I mean, but that's around the league. Everybody's like that. you got to have offensive yes. linemen. you got to have corners. And Cowboys are no different. I think they go heavy on that in the not only in the draft, but also they go heavy on that in free agency. I think they attack it this year because I don't think they're that far away. No. I really don't. And if you're making these wholesale changes, you're not making these wholesale changes in your coaching staff because you're starting over. Because if you're starting over, you fire the coach. You know, yes. and Dan Quinn came back. It, it, yes. At first, I thought, oh, well, Dan Quinn's coming back because they're going to fire McCartney. I go, that's the only reason he came back. Well, <laughs> and that may happen next year. That might be the case is that they said, hey, we're going to give you a little yeah. bump in salary, but stick around because if this doesn't work out with him, you're our guy. You yeah. know, so or maybe he doesn't want to become a head coach, which I don't believe that at all. Uh, otherwise, you don't take interviews if you don't want to become a head coach. So I think the Cowboys got some work to do in the offseason. Um, again, we'll get into draft and and free agency and all that kind of stuff. Just kind of wrapping this thing up. We saw the Eagles win. Uh, it was an unbelievable game, which literally the 49ers quarterback just, I mean, they they had two quarterbacks get hurt in the first half. Um, it couldn't play anymore. They're out there playing with a running back out there uh, and a quarterback in the second half that literally couldn't throw the ball more than five yards. It's just so unfortunate. So I thought that game was going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – we did see an unbelievable game between Cincinnati and the Chiefs where the Chiefs were able to pull it out in the end. Great football game. Uh, tell me what your thoughts on both of those. So um, I, I hate to do it. Every ounce of me is kind of uh, wants to throw up. But um, <laughs> Philadelphia, I mean, Philadelphia looks like, the, looks like they can win a Super Bowl. And yes, yeah. I do. I do want to vomit. Um, but <laughs> the fact, going back to your, your previous point in terms of being active in, in free agency, the NFL is a copycat league. So yeah. the past two or past Super Bowl winner, Los Angeles Rams. Well, what were they the, in the previous offseason? They were aggressive in the offseason and signing valuable free agents, and as well as in season. Um, and then the Philadelphia Eagles. What did the Philadelphia Eagles? They had an unbelievable draft. And then yeah. they brought in um, A.J. Brown. They brought in Hassan Reddick. They brought in um, James Bradbury. And then, yeah, the, the other cornerback from the Saints. Um, and they're they're in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's people are catching on to, to this trend. I, I just hope it's not too late before this window closes. Um on the Cowboys before we right. we have we have a change in 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 not scheme but um, uh, the way we do things um, yeah so um, but yeah the Eagles they look good um, I think it would have been a completely different game if Brock Purdy didn't blow out his his elbow uh, in the first series but um, I mean that's that's football for you um, and then. Kansas City, Kansas City found a way to win. I mean, he did. and and Joe Joe Cool making making those throws in the second half to to give them the opportunity. I literally thought it was going to go to 
overtime until that um, last minute interception. Um, but Mahomes, Kelsey, all, Chiefs Nation, you guys found, found a way to win. Um, I think you're going to have your hands full with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you better learn how to play the, the RPO game because that's all Philadelphia does, and they do it um, perfectly, uh, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be – hell of a game. I don't know if I'm going to watch it because I can't stand the goddamn Eagles. Um, but I'll, I might root for the Eagles because through the divisional round and now that the, the championship round, every team I root for has lost. So I'm definitely going to be silently rooting for uh, the Eagles being impartial, hoping that, uh, that Kansas City comes out with the win. Gotcha. Totally understand, man. I absolutely understand. I mean, it's it's going to be brutal in my house for the next two weeks just leading up to the Super Bowl because, again, my wife being a diehard Chiefs fan, I mean, she's already at it. So, well, good talking to you, man, again. Uh, again I appreciate it. Uh, we will get this thing up and moving here in the future. We'll probably meet again uh, before the Super Bowl, see about Super Bowl picks, who's winning, uh, and then we will go from there. So, thanks for, for taking the time today, Mike. Appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me, Brian. Always a pleasure, brother. All right. Have a good one.